This week's episode of Prefer Not to Say tackles a topic that a lot of people aren't really comfortable talking about, and that is masculinity. So man up, pussy, and buckle in. again welcome back to the prefer not to say podcast i'm james bunn also known as boutique paul and i am greg tenbrink also known as freezer peaches freezer peaches which i can't take credit for uh, who, who came up with this one callie said that remember oh <laughs> i bought her those frozen peaches at one time and she ended up saying freezer peaches in conversation somehow so mm-hmm. i stored it in my brain and saved it for a for, for a for nickname. Episode. All right. Yeah, well, thank you, I Callie. Have, <laughs> <laughs> I think I only have one more on my list, to be honest. So I got to come up with more because no, we got many weeks in, in the year left. So, yeah, I hope everybody enjoyed last week's episode. I know I did. That was probably one. <laughs> it, it was definitely a fun interview. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Eric and John are fun guys. I mean, I, I I talk to Eric all the time, you know, regularly gaming and or just I mean, we used to work together, but. You know, they're just good people, good people to be around. It's always a, it's always a laugh riot. Was, it was definitely guys. a fun time. I, you know, I didn't know what to expect because I'd never met either of them before, and I think that was the first time you met John, right? Yeah, that was my first time meeting John. Yeah, and you know, and lo and behold, he kind of drove the episode for the most part. You know, Eric was kind of chill, laid back. I mean, I expected that because I know who <laughs> well, he is. You, you hang out, with, you know, he talked to him all the time, so. <laughs> Just so, like me, very chill. So this week's episode, I thought it would be fun to address a topic that I know everyone loves talking about. And by that, I mean nobody. And if they do, it ends up in an argument somehow. I like talking about it because it's controversial. Because it's controversial. <laughs> We're going to talk about masculinity. <laughs> the good, the bad, and the whatever in between. Yeah. Not going to lie, this was kind of inspired because... For some reason, I was thinking about that Gillette commercial recently. Oh yeah, was, was it the the grill one or whatever? It was it was just the well, there was a grill in it. It was just this montage of like terrible things that dudes do or whatever, and mm. they had that weird, creepy, like group chant of "boys will be boys" repeatedly to make it some like some weird dystopian situation. <laughs> but my problem with it was it just made it seem satirical. Like, are we making fun of? What's considered toxic in the or toxic in the masculine world, or is this supposed to be serious? making fun it, <laughs> of the people that have a problem with it? Yeah, <laughs> I couldn't tell because there was one part where was it a? It almost looked like a sitcom scenario with a live audience where it had this like sleazy dude like grab a woman's ass, and it almost was like, is this supposed to be funny or is this supposed to address a serious issue? Because I'm part of me wants to laugh. I mean, I don't know how or what what their idea was while they were creating it, but I mean, I saw it and I laughed. <laughs> not, well, not like, yeah, also, this is great content. Also, I, I don't was know like, about you, is- but I've never been at a barbecue as a kid and just ended up just like starting a fight club with another kid just in the midst of a barbecue. I, I don't know. Maybe let's just be. I don't know if you if you guys just get to fighting at barbecues. I guess good for you, but. Oh, that was the best that. time. You have a, you're you're underage. You have a few drinks. You eat some barbecue. And you start <laughs> you start throwing down with all your cousins. <laughs> have a few drinks of soda pop. With the sugar rush going. And <laughs> oh man, but yeah, I know a lot of people were a lot of people love that commercial. I was just sitting there like, this could have been done so much better. And why did it have to be Gillette? I don't know. Well, that's such a strange company, like the man's razor company. I I think it was just, you know, when (sighs) when that was more of a more of a hot topic. I mean, I'm not saying that it's not still a hot topic, but I think when it became like more accepted amongst like uh, the 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 people. Every company was trying to latch on to it to increase their sales. Like, like realistically, you mean like they do with Pride Month? Yeah, they're they're Pride Week. Is it a week or is it a month? It's a I think it's a it's a month, month? right? I want to say it's a month. I feel so bad for not remembering this. I don't, dude. I don't remember. I don't. Uh, off the top of my head, I don't ever remember which month is Black History Month. Someone always reminds me. You mean this month? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I always forget too until I see a bunch of advertisements for it or some like people I follow talk about it. I'm like, oh yeah, that's right. 
And you know, I should know, but like, I, it's one of those things. It's like, it's like most holidays where I'm like, uh, it just I passes d- by. I don't care to. Well, I mean that too, but I don't care to like devote any of my uh, my memory to it because I have so little to begin with. But because someone will always inevitably bring it up in conversation, and that will be my reminder. Like when Christmas is coming around, like I'm not even aware that it's December because every day is just a day to me. And then somebody's like, "Man, I can't wait for Christmas," and I'm like, "Oh yeah, that's coming up." Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, like I was saying, uh, it's it's a financial decision that that Gillette made. They were like, "Hmm, this is becoming like widespread. Let me just latch on, and then I can secure all these people and maybe steal them from my competitors." You know, because like the people who are like, "Oh, Gillette's Gillette's more against toxic masculinity." Guess I'm getting my razors from there from now on. Because right, you know, it even though they probably their lost ideals. their primary customer base in the process. <laughs> Yeah, they probably lost a lot. Because <laughs> they're like, the kind of dudes who buy Gillette. Well, they're I mean, probably the dudes that they're talking about. Well, think about it though. The the like the toxic masculine guys are like the ones who are going to be wa- walking around with these big giant dumbass fucking beards. Anyways, they're not shaving. They're definitely not shaving their body. If anything, I think it was a better decision. They were like, okay, well, the more like uh like. I don't know, like metrosexual guys. Those are the ones who like oh shave God, their chest. That's a term you don't hear often legs. anymore. Well, yeah. I mean, like that's that, like the. I'd, anytime I hear that term, I just instantly think of that South Park episode yes. where they <laughs> <laughs> crab people. But yeah, crab people. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, like they probably like th- this is probably the thought process they went through. They were like the the men from that like group of people shave far more often than like standard men so they were like well if we align with that then we should increase our sales because they're gonna buy more razors but they're gonna buy them from us you know right i, I think also, that's what it is i also like all the people who are like can we get can we get another one but about to- toxic femininity <laughs> and my first thought was we already got that it's the movie mean girls <laughs> that addressed it solely right there you ever want to discuss that topic just watch that movie honestly but I mean, my my opinion on that derives from the fact that I think all corporations are inherently evil. <laughs> <laughs> There's no good intentions behind this. This is just a cash grab. Oh, we have all this, this these uh, charity events and fundraisers we do. I don't give a shit. You're just doing that for good PR. Don't lie to me. <laughs> but yeah, uh, so, and you know, I think the problem is, is, slapping a word like masculine on something with a word like toxic Mm -hmm. it's should we be calling it that or should we just be calling it something more what it is because it gives masculinity in general a bad rap because it's just rooted in stereotypes well i mean all all you got to do is like make the distinction between between healthy masculinity and toxic masculinity being a piece of garbage but I mean, yeah, but then that that draws into question, like, the whole, well, now you have to put a qualifier in front of masculinity itself to differentiate it from toxic masculinity. I mean, ideally, you could just call it being a piece of shit, you know? That's what I would do. And then just leave masculinity as it is. Because, yes, there are toxic traits or, like, ways you can, like, express it toxically. But at the end of the day, you know masculinity toxic masculinity they're just words it's behaviors that are that are behind it so that's why i just feel like generalized that person's being a piece of shit you just suck (laughs) that's what it is yeah there's also the that weird dichotomy because well one you have to decide what's masculine what's not and the people who aren't deemed masculine or if we're talking in terms of traditional you got alphas and then you have the betas which when people were starting to use that more as more of a pejorative, it, it, went, it went just way too far. God, you're such a beta cuck. <laughs> yeah, and but it's uh, but it's also, you know, where's the commercial talking about toxic betas or what are assumed to be betas or what we call it the nice guy complex? Oh my god, I don't. I think I feel like we almost don't need like a commercial or like a movement for that because the entire internet has recognized that they exist and that they are a problem. Yeah, well, they're they're only one step, you know, behind incels. Yeah, you know, just they 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 just they dress fancier. Mm-hmm. You know, the fedoras. <laughs> Have you seen, I saw this Reddit thing where it showed these people they had a they had a fedora. They were holding it and then they put it on and then they do some weird trope like there was one puts it on nice guys finish last and then next pictures I'm holding it oh, disgusted yeah, yeah, yeah. like what and it, it, like every time they they like they're normal they're in color and then they put the hat on and it goes like black and white <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> passes it to the next person. yeah that, I saw that too it's great oh uh, so yeah the uh, 
it kind of sucks being a guy for the most part nowadays because of things like this. You almost um, don't know. You got to be careful what you are because people are going to put a label on it or you might not be meeting expectations. Well, OK, so here's here's like, I don't know. Here's my thing on it. It's like, yeah, it, it kind of does, because I mean, we, we we're getting like assumed we're the people are like the people that perceive you're going to assume bad things about you because of like the, the whole uh, unearthing of the like the toxic masculinity vibe. But the the thing is, is like maybe I can just sympathize with it because like I, I grew up a minority. But like there's there's people that deal with shit just like that. And they have been dealing with that their whole lives. And like if this is if this is just like a taste of what they're dealing with, it's like I'm fine. I'll get over it. I'll move past it. I don't really care what people think of me anyways. But Oh, that's how you have to be sometimes. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you might think I'm this way, but I'm totally not. And that's okay because, mm-hmm. you know, it's not like you have an association with everybody in the world. So right. why would you care about everybody's opinion? Exactly. I think it also, I think one of my issues with it is there are, ta- there are traits of traditional masculinity that are positive. Yeah. <laughs> but people want to associate like i think oh, i'm not man enough if i don't do so, these things it's like okay we're not saying you're not man enough maybe there's some areas you might want to step up on because it's just good for the overall human race um so i'm i'm more of the like everybody's different type thing like uh when it comes to like gen- generic masculine traits i i feel like well everybody's like oh well you got to be a strong male leadership type you know out here provider whatever and like that's fine like i don't dog on that i'm not saying oh that's toxic or anything like that that's that's them being who they are somebody else who's maybe more effeminate or whatever like they you don't know what they're doing you know they could still like be a provider for their family or whatever but maybe just because they don't have these or exhibit these masculine traits it doesn't make them less of a man you know well yeah well that's what i mean that you know strip it down to the basics not like you don't look like you're not the manly manliest of men Mm -hmm. you know you do a lot of the things they do you're just you know different yeah it's like (laughs) it's um like it almost sounds weird like when when all this stuff starts pouring out of me when like i'm in a conversation face to face with somebody because they're like this guy's like six foot tall and weighs like almost 300 pounds why the fuck is this guy so like laid back <laughs> so, no, so like so like not concerned with masculine shit like i grow a big ass beard all the time i mean i trim it now more regularly than not but i don't know i've i appear very masculine and like for the most part i'm not like all the masculine shit that dudes like to do i'm not about it it's weird you mean you don't very atypical you don't chug beers and talk sports ball nah <laughs> I don't chug beers, talk sports, ball, work on cars. I don't do any of that. <laughs> well, that's that's the, that's the other thing. You, you're you're aligned with a different kind of masculine, which isn't even considered masculine. You're just in a different group. And that's and maybe that's why I'm like, maybe that's why I like understand it when people are like, uh, when people don't exhibit g- uh, general masculine traits. You know, when people are like, that guy's not a man. I'm like, I'm, I'm sure that man is a man and you just don't recognize it. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's just it, in, in your own way. Mm-hmm. It's, it's like the thing it's, you know, me being an artist, artists aren't can usually that's considered man mode the, right there. You're, you're creating something and putting it out there for the world to, to observe and judge, but it's the personalities behind it. It's like what the, ma- the masculinity in art is usually never positive. That's actually usually where the yeah, toxic yeah. traits come from. Like you're either the gangster rapper or you're the like sleazy 80s mm-hmm. hairband dude who, you know, basically almost raped people. Oh, I'm out here smashing groupies left and right. It's like, yes, that is that is a well, I mean, depending on the situation. I mean, if everybody's consenting, then it's I fine. I mean, most of the time, but- yeah, well, let's, let's be honest. That that was that was you know, I was right that wasn't the right thing to say because yeah, the groupie thing, they were they were just willing. You know they were. Mm-hmm. They're like, "Oh, famous band it's Please. it's more of the like abusing your your power your situation thing like oh you want this job hmm. you mean like Harvey Weinstein I mean who's yeah. who's go- who's finally <laughs> the trial has been set I mean because well there's a lot of people who are like you know they're talking about because they always make it a racing the whole thing where they they show like like Bill Cosby and R Kelly and they're mm. like they showed all these white dudes and like why why aren't we handling these guys or like locking them up and it's like look you have to understand the process bill cosby's trial was in the works for a long time trials like that take a while to actually set mm-hmm. forth and weinstein is not getting away with this 
Flat out. This is just it's it's an, it was an open secret in Hollywood. There's no way they could be just be like, yeah, no, we'll let him go. No. If he if I think he's one of those types where if he gets off, the uh the the court of public opinion would then, you know, convene and somebody would probably do something to him. That actually reminds me of my favorite story regarding what Harvey Weinstein uh you want to talk about being manly. Apparently, he was being creepy to Gwyneth Paltrow, like, in the mid-90s or something. Mm-hmm. And this is when she was dating Brad Pitt. And apparently, he had words with him. And then he called her up the next day, like, hey, let's just pretend this didn't happen. And then I, then he actually told the story recently what happened. I think they were at Hamlet or something and Broadway or something like that. Wait, he, Harvey or? No, Brad Pitt. Okay. They, like they saw, I think they both went to Hamlet or something on Broadway or something. Mm-hmm. And Brad walks up to him. He's like... If you make her feel uncomfortable again, I'll kill you. <laughs> Flat out. And he's just like, that's how I grew up. That's how you acted where I come from. And I was just like, that is amazing. Brad Pitt threatened to kill people. <laughs> I mean, mind you, this is Brad Pitt in the 90s. He's not a, I mean, even now I wouldn't want to mess with Brad Pitt. But, you know, this was like just, just before. This was like, I think when Seven came out. So he was already, mm. he was already like, this was his star on the rise. And he was a dude who looked like you didn't want to mess with him. So imagine him coming up. He's like, oh, you do this again. I will kill you. <laughs> <laughs> and like in those exact words like man i'd probably be like oh hey can we just act like this whole thing never happened <laughs> matter of fact can i cut you a check maybe buy you something nice <laughs> side note i'm going off topic here but there was a because he was notorious for um if uh when it, because the miramax used to pick up a lot of foreign film mm-hmm. and uh or actually a lot of films he'd pick up he would demand cuts wherever he felt necessary in like you know he would totally change things up the he picked up princess mononoke Mm-hmm. And he demand he wanted these cuts to be made. So I guess Miyazaki didn't do it, but people on his team sent Weinstein a katana with a note that said "No cuts." Nothing happened to the film when it was released as is. <laughs> I was like, if I got a sword from a group of people from a studio I'm trying to work with, and they just like made a demand, I'd be like, oh, "Yeah, you're right." I'm like, mm-hmm, we can we can do this the way that you want to do this, but I don't think I want to do the, anything with you ever again. <laughs> oh, oh man, it's like selling somebody a car and finding out they work for the Yakuza, <laughs> right? <laughs> They're like, oh, why is this car garbage? You're right. Let me get you a brand new replacement. <laughs> oh man, but yeah, back to uh, artists for a moment because we trailed off a bit. Yeah, I've noticed it's. Yeah, like the the toxic people are the ones you definitely they act like the guys you want to stay away from. Like mm-hmm. it'd be gangster rappers or anything like that, or these weird things where we're just finding out that you know a lot of people are liking underage girls in like the band scenes, and that's that's really concerning. I don't know if you said any. I, I mean, I'm more plugged into the music community than you probably ever have or will be. I'm the only time I really heard about it. I can't remember names, but it was like a band I used to listen to many years ago. It was like I was like this singer from like Suicide Silence or something like that. I can't remember. It was like it's something my friends talked about. It wasn't something I concerned myself with because I'm like, it happened. What can I do about it? You know? Yeah. <laughs> like, you, yeah. Well, we weren't there. Not, not to like, it. not to like, just brush it off. Like it's not a big deal. It definitely is, but like fuck can i do why why do i need to stress out about that being said if greg ever catches you and you're assaulting anybody he's probably gonna break your face um yep we'll leave it at that (laughs) (laughs) i've gotten a lot more creative with 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 uh with uh stuff like that lately but you know like uh so like you know the whole uh like dudes like uh assaulting women type thing yeah uh, this was this is a joke. I don't want anybody to think I'm actively threatening any threatening anybody. But <laughs> when it comes to stuff like that, I'm like, oh man, you're such a shitty person. Like if I was to stop them and intervene, I'm like, I'll just rape them. <laughs> <laughs> just, you'll do, you'll you're like you're gonna do this to them. I'm gonna do this to you. <laughs> There's always a bigger fish. No, but that's like the, There's always that's a like, bigger fish that eats the other fish. <laughs> Yeah, that's like the thing I say now because it like it makes guys so so uncomfortable, you know. Especially guys makes them really are, weird. Like, uh, I better watch it around this dude, right? Because they're they're like they they're these to- toxic people that are like, I'm gonna just do this to people, and I'm like, well, if you that's like the thing that they're inflicting on other people. If you put the fear of that being inflicted on them, they're more likely to not want to do it. Like this, like a rapist can get their ass beat and then go out the next day and still rape somebody. But if if you rape a rapist. 
the, what's going to go through their head? They're going to be like, oh, uh, I can get raped if I continue to rape. I'm probably going to stop raping. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that's that's a, that's the thing to put in perspective. But yeah, it just goes along with. I must say again, that was a goddamn joke. Please don't think about your raping Don't cancel us. Don't cancel us. <laughs> but yeah, it's like like on, you know, I don't. I don't know. I don't know what traits I exhibit, but being the things I'm into and the kind of way I work, it's never really, I don't know. It's just, there's always weird stigmas with any kind of thing you're aligned with. Like me being, like I said before, me being an artist, you're either, if you're not exhibiting the certain uber hyper-masculine traits, you're seen as kind of soft or you, you're in touch with your feminine side or you, I wouldn't like, you know, I wouldn't say that like, at least from like my perspective, like, yeah, yeah. There's the, there's like the masculine or the like feminine, like, uh, alignment in artists. But I, I, there's also like just the, uh, the very uh, air quotes, artistic type, you know, where they're like, they're, they're not either, or they're just like, they're out. It's really hard to explain. Or it's like Prince. Yeah, Prince was he obscured reality because he was just weird. Like it was more so like they always like people bring this up like like within the recent like gender movements or whatever, and mm-hmm. they always point to celebrities. Oh, look what they were wearing back in the day. You have to understand these people were on a different planet. This this wasn't a statement about who they were. This was a character, almost a persona that created. Because like Prince wore weird things like blouses and high heel boots, but this dude was the most masculine when it came to the ladies. <laughs> his music definitely because people were like, "Was Prince gay?" No, listen to his songs. This dude was clearly not gay. <laughs> the dude dated Madonna, right? But like that's just like a, a style, you know. Like when it comes to the person, it's just I. I'd say you're you're the artistic type. If anybody were to ask me, I'd be, they'd be like, "Is James a man's man or, or is he effeminate?" I'd be like, "He's artistic." Like, that's, <laughs> it's just, that's it's how, a whole category. Yeah, itself. it's a different category. That's how I how I describe it. It's not just a binary. It's not A or B. There's more to it than that. Or it's like 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 the people you used to shoot with, like gamers. Like they're not often seen as masculine. Some some are, but those are like the Call of Duty freaks. Like, well, yeah, they don't. They I'm don't gonna count. play Call of Duty, and then I'm gonna go fucking put dip in my lip and work on my truck. <laughs> <laughs> or, or it's like you you play whatever sports game is out this year. Yeah, but then they buy it year after year after year, <laughs> year after year after year. <laughs> Stuff blows my mind. I'm like, how is this shit still selling? <laughs> and it's it's funny because those games make the most money ever mm. because every single year. Mm. I bought one years ago. It was like <laughs> it was like NBA 2K14 or something like that. It was whichever one that like Spike Lee wrote the uh, the the story for, and then I only played played it for like thirty minutes before I was like, "Yeah, this is still a sports game." I'm, I forgot that I don't like these. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a. You're like, wait a second. You like you almost like snap. You, you almost got me. You almost got me. Oh Whoa. man, that'd be funny if they like. Just matter if they did a bait and switch. They made it seem like some awesome adventure game and it ends up being a sports game. I'd be so sad. <laughs> I'd I'd riot in the streets and demand a refund. (laughs) Oh man, that's funny. Okay, but yeah, back to masculinity. Um, like so. Well, I I feel like I've talked mostly about like the negative side of it. So I'd like to talk about the positive side of it for a quick second. So like, what are what are some of the uh the positive masculine vibes you think that are out there that maybe should be presented more? I think. I think being a leader is one, but not in the sense that you're like a CEO and you control mm-hmm. everybody. I think, you know, almost more like standing your ground. Almost. Basically, like you, you, you're in a situation and you're not afraid to take charge. Yeah. You know, it's like, it's like, it's courage, basically. Yeah. That's, I feel like that's, and that's something that's not like, I wouldn't inherit, or I wouldn't say that that <sighs> is toxic in any way, shape or form. And I feel like it's like a, I almost feel like it's it's gender neutral. Like it's something that you could apply to like basically any concept. Yeah. And, well, and I mean, like, I like well, to say that a woman could be a man. Right. Not, not even, not even like a trans thing. Just like you can, you can man up, but not in the way that it's trait. used as a, you know, kind of an insult to people. Mm-hmm. A pejorative. I don't, I don't, I don't like the man up thing. I heard that a couple of times when I was younger and I was like, all right, fuck all of you. <laughs> that, yeah, I don't know. I've, n- I've never really heard that. Mm-hmm. I lived a completely different life though. I lived a really interesting, I have a really interesting existence. I think we need to change the definition of what man up means because it's always using like man up. Like, no, 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 no. Hold on. Hold on. Cause I've always thought 
Because there, there's this weird thing where it's, you know, oh, it's not okay for guys to be emotional and be sensitive. And I think there's a certain point where it doesn't need to be overbearing because I think, you know, women are wired to be emotional. Genetically, I'm talking genetically speaking. Okay. I'm talking objective. I'm not, I'm, I don't want to offend people. I'm speaking <laughs> on an objective biological level, the level of estrogen. <laughs> they are wired to be more emotional. I think men should, we should forge a path to be more towards stoicism than anything. Like a Keanu Reeves type. That's a little boring, though, in my opinion. I mean, I'm not no, saying I, it's bad. I, I don't mean overall in everything. Mm. I just think, I think in the way, I'm thinking more like problem solving and critical thinking. Oh, okay. Not not like, yeah, I don't, no, we don't, we're not saying to be exactly like Keanu Reeves, although if you want to attempt, go ahead, because that dude is... Good fucking luck, though. <laughs> that th- He is... If I could be like Keanu Reeves, I'd already be like Keanu Reeves. <laughs> that man is, if he is not one of your role models, I feel very sorry for you, and I'm very disappointed, because that, he, he is an example of what men should aspire to be. Of positive masculinity? Like, the, uh, yes, of positive masculinity. Like, the only, the only person that I rank above him, and obviously I rank him severely, is, like, my own dad. Mm-hmm. Like, it's my dad up, way up top, like, you go further down, it's like Keanu Reeves, and then everyone else is below him. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man, don't you think Prince would be somewhere in, in between those two, or? Prince... I don't, he was weird. Okay. There, <laughs> just, he's on his own planet. Plus, it, well, he also had that change. He became a Jehovah's it's, Witness, too. It's, so it's, it's there's a the... whole other thing where it's like, he he was really strange. Like, I don't think he was really an example for anybody, but artists. <laughs> if, you, if you're an artist, go ahead and be like him. If you're a normal person, don't do it. <laughs> don't do it. It, just, it leads you down a weird path. And you, you probably would have a crisis of not knowing who you really are. Because he there are stories where he's just on his own planet. So for it's real. like, it's not even a matter. It's like... <laughs> whatever masculinity femininity it doesn't apply to him because he was just in this really weird he's almost like in his himself. own metric like you can't yeah, really it's like <laughs> <laughs> masculine feminine prince <laughs> so that's what i'm saying there's a there's a third or more fucking you know masculine feminine artistic <laughs> I, I think we need to i think we need to uh what we need to do is we need to carve out a new kind of category like you know you got you got alphas and betas you should come out with like the delta male the Omega, the Omega male. I mean, that, that, sounds, that sounds that sounds that sounds worse than an Alpha. So, like, I mean, well, if you're, was it like, uh, if you look at like, uh, like, uh, uh, wolf culture, you know, like how how wolves interact with each other. There's there's an Alpha wolf. There's like plenty of Beta wolves. There's an Omega wolf. An Omega wolf is like just the is like the loner wolf. Oh, so he's like he's like a Ronin samurai. I, I guess just the, on his own. T- typically speaking, or in like whatever happens in a wolf pack, uh, like the the Omega was like a beta that tried to like become the alpha by challenging the alpha and was like beaten or wounded or pushed out of the pack or for whatever reason this wolf is pushed out of the pack and becomes an Omega and is just like off on his own thing. They generally don't live much longer than that. I think I'm pretty sure that they end up dying off because they don't have a pack to support them. But this does not sound like we're making a good case to become <laughs> become I mean, an omega. I you'll mean, die. Cher- cherry pick the things you want from it, and then leave the whole dying alone thing. <laughs> That's why I say you should do Delta. It's, it's neutral. It's different. Omega, you, you leave the pack, but then you'll die. Maybe the Omega Wolf leaves and makes its own pack. You never know, man. <laughs> then becomes the Alpha. Yeah. But I don't, I don't know. This is just, you wanted something other than like alpha and beta, so I was like, "Fuck it." That's what I, I have a little bit of information on that. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it's, it definitely it sparks a conversation that we can build upon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, I think I think it just it also amounts to there aren't really a lot of good male role models nowadays. I've noticed a lot I, growing up. I noticed a lot of people don't have the best dads that they mm-hmm. should be modeling their lives after. I was fortunate enough to have a dad. That I could be like, yeah, I, I want to be like him. If I can be ten percent of what he is, I am totally cool with it. Honestly, like I, I can't think of any, I can't think of any genuinely good role models, at least in the real world. I was about to say, up, it, but, <laughs> once again, fictional characters—they're stacked with awesome people, and I think that's why I am the way I am. You know, you see all these characters and they, I mean, the, obviously the writers behind it are like dictating what they say and stuff and creating all these delicious quotes, but still. Yeah, well, we can, we can create better people than are in actual existence. Mm-hmm. 
you can create a whole bunch of Mary Sue's and then you can like, if you're me, you can be like, hell yeah, I'm going to shape my life after that. So that's, that's where like my quote unquote masculine vibes come from. Those fictional characters. Well, it's, and it's also the generationally it's, things just get passed down and that's what people don't want to, you know, I think we're one of the first generations that likes to deviate from the norm on a consistent mm. basis. I think we're also one of the, in the time of social media and everybody being involved in everyone's business, we are kind of one of those generations that socially minds our own business. We're not concerned with what other groups of people are doing. Like other generation, your generation does this, your generation do that. Okay, leave us alone. Don't worry about us. Oh, you mean like a, as like a, a, a generational barrier? Yeah, like a, almost like you know, it's like our metrics are different because mm-hmm. we're not, we're not concerned with the same things other generation, we're not we're not concerned with maintaining the status quo mm. because it's nonsense most of the time. We're trying to reshape the world. Yeah. The boomers were like money profit. And we're just like, maybe better life. <laughs> Which is funny. My a lot of, you know, it's really funny because the whole thing with boomers is you got to realize there's a lot of Gen Xers. We can kind of not like to, because mm-hmm. there's, because you have to think about it. <clears throat> Boomers end at 64. I have no idea. Yeah, Boomers end at 64. Gen X starts at 65. My my dad was born in 63, so he's at the tail end. My mom was born in 65, so she's at the very beginning of Gen X. Mm-hmm. And if you creep in a little bit, what, my mom turns 55 this year? So the oldest Gen X are 55. So within that 50 year range, which is a lot of these people complaining about millennials. So it's like, it's not just boomers. And I just find no. it so funny. It's latched on. It's just, I think the, the whole boomer blanket term applies to basically everybody beyond a certain age gap, regardless of what generation they're actually. Well, it's like, in. it's like millennials, like the oldest millennials 40 this year. Mm-hmm. It's just so funny that people think in these terms, like you're, you're picking is you're picking like maybe a decade range of people and considering them an entire generation, <laughs> you know? And, and that's the other thing. That's well, well each generation has a different definition of being a man. Mm-hmm. No, that, that's what, that's the thing I love about art is it, it, you know, it's good at capturing the times. Like you look at TV shows and movies from any generation. It's a good depiction of what it was like back then, good or bad. And you just look at it like, man, I'd love to go back to this, but I hate all that. Like I, like I've said it before, I love sixties business aesthetic. I hate being the fact that everyone's just complete, complete piece of garbage. Mm-hmm. I'd say it's about, you know, so rambling oh, yeah. aside, is about time for a water break? Yeah, it's water time. This is one of those incoherent episodes. You just got to <laughs> pull whatever you want from it. So you guys know what to do. Grab that water. Yeah, like a man. We're back. Back for round two of the toxic masculinity boogaloo. <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> part part two of the fun conversation, which I don't even know. I'm gonna have to listen back because I I almost don't know what we even said in that first part. Basically, I mean, if, if it, I wanted I think to it's sum just it hard all to up, describe this topic in general because it goes so many different ways. If if I was trying to sum it all up, I'd be like, there's there's good masculine traits, there's bad masculine traits on on like every side of the coin, but. And apparently, if you're an Omega, you die. Yeah, apparently, if you're an Omega, you die. But the, <laughs> Maybe that's why we're not the Omega males. <laughs> if, so, I, if I wanted to preach anything about masculinity, I'd, I'd start trying to define new traits as masculine. I'd say, like, understanding is an incredibly masculine trait. Well, and whatever well, gets that into everybody's mind. Well, let's get into that. What, what can we do better as men? We can, or or manly types. We can understand the difference between people, and understand that just because they don't fit our uh, preconceived alignment of what a man should be, that doesn't make them not a man, and it doesn't make them not valuable. And if if we do decide anything that's definitive, it should be a basic trait that can be applied to anybody. Yeah, like it shouldn't be one way. You're not a man if you don't do this. It's like okay, there's a lot of manly stuff I don't Mm do. That I will never do. So yeah, some of it's just 
So some of it's just not for me, is what I'll say. Yeah, it's <laughs> definitely not for me. You're like uh, some of the man, uh, some of the man shit that people do, like working on their cars. I'm like, this this will sound weird because like given my like upbringing and how like not averse to like dirty shit I am. But it's like, oh man, working on car. Yeah, I'm gonna get grease all over my hands, and that shit just stays. You know, I'm not trying to fuck with that. That's like 80 percent <laughs> of the reason I don't work on vehicles. Yeah, I'd rather have somebody else do it. I just don't want to spend the time. It takes me. It would take me forever to do it. It's like, oh, an engine? Ah, that's that's dirty. I'm gonna leave. It. I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> but then when I was a kid, I'd literally dig holes in, on recess for fun, like right. <laughs> that's being a kid. That's different. I don't know, man. Just, don't like being dirty as adults. I'd rather be clean. That's the thing, though. Is I don't. I don't mind being dirty. It's just specifically like engine grease or like any oils or anything like that i, I don't want to fuck with because it's so hard to get off there was a one thing that was kind of like bashing millennials it was like millennial guys their like diy skills aren't on par with the previous generation and someone commented oh yeah well like boomers blacksmithing skills aren't up to par with blank <laughs> time and my first thought was someone even commented uh home improvement is still relevant though i mean i suppose but like if okay sure you can you can you can take the time to teach yourself that skill or you can teach yourself a skill that is going to help help humanity progress forward because there are still people who have that skill and there are still people who will who who just gen, have genuinely have an interest in developing that skill and you can just pay them for that time you know uh, it sounds a little like like I'm saying that those trades are like becoming obsolete. They're not, you know, just until we can fucking automate everything, which we'll, I don't think we'll ever reach a point where we can. Automate we will never automate like everything. Sorry. But, sorry. All you, you know, AI lovers who mm-hmm. have a fetish for it. It's not going to take over completely. But for every for every person who from for every person from the current age that doesn't have the skills to improve their own home there, I guarantee you there are a dozen people that do, you know, it's still it's still a very a very worthwhile trait that many people dig into, you know, is it doesn't need to be an absolute that everybody has to do this thing. You know, that's, that's what I'm trying to say. Oh yeah. Well, the, the way the article sounded, it was more so, is it going to get to a point where we don't have that many people being able to do it? No, hell no. There's always going to be a demand. So somebody's <laughs> always going to be like, I can get paid to do this. I'm going to do it. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, that's really what we should be doing. Let's let's trades. We need to bring them back. We can we could bring back trades with a better educational system. That's that's how we could bring back trades. You know. Yeah. Like, well, that's what. Well, I remember when I found out GRCC started uh, offering certificate programs mm-hmm. for specific areas. Like, take six months of this, you get this certificate. And I was like, and it, and it happened with a major that I went for. I was like, really? Like. Right. You know, I had to I had to leave school because I wasn't paying for gen ed classes. I that, could even I could have taken a, you know, if I would have waited a little bit longer, I could have got a certificate. Call it good. That's another thing, though, is like the information about this stuff isn't like pushed down everybody's throats like all this other useless information is, you know. You know, you know, this one trait we need to bring men just the ability to develop skills. I mean, yeah. That's the aptitude for learning. You could, yeah. I mean, I wouldn't say. I mean, everybody should have the aptitude for learning, yeah, but I think, but I, th- I think for, you know, go ahead. A lot of people, I think maybe it's just a trait certain people have where they're like, I have no problem with other people doing things for me, but it, it's kind of comes from the area of like, I don't want to do anything. I think self sufficiency is important. Mm-hmm. As- aside from just being a man, anybody, self sufficiency is important. Sure. You know, I mean, it's, you know, I don't, I mean, it's kind of bad to say, but if you, if you were in a different time, it's easy for you to just suffer if you don't have certain traits. Yeah, but we're not in that time. Well, not, not completely in that time, but there, if you don't have certain traits, you can suffer. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's not like, <laughs> we're not in the mode of you have to kill whatever you eat, which is probably the manliest of man things. Which some people do it, but it, which I find kind of weird, where they they only uh, eat the meat they kill. That's like oh, that's too time consuming. Jesus, <laughs> <laughs> to go like, that's all I find your specimen, get all the equipment necessary, kill it, Hunt you gotta it, clean, kill it, it, clean it, skin it, it, 
make sure it's not like riddled with disease. Like, whew, that's a lot. <laughs> so much. But how, think about how manly you'd be if you do it all yourself. I'd just be fucking tired. I wouldn't consider myself manly. I'd be like, yeah, that was a lot of work. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's either you. Do, no, it, there's two sides. You either do it all yourself, or you can figure out a team who can do it all for you. I suppose, but that's just like that's under that's that's understanding that many hands make little work, you know. And that's why I, I don't, think I don't, understanding I, should be a masculine trait, but but it's not. If you're understanding, you're not a man. <laughs> Especially if you're under if you're understanding to w- towards women, you're not a man. <laughs> That's what it seems like, at least. It's like, for definitely 110%. It's like, man, we should. I'm understanding that they're going through a whole bunch of bullshit because of shitty men, and we should probably not be dicks to women and probably help them. Oh, what is that? That's the talk of a pussy. That's what that is. Like, Jesus fucking well, no, Christ. I've, I've seen many situations of people I've known throughout my life who, who will often say, be like, hey, can we guys stop being garbage so we're not hurting all the women? And they're the mo- they're, they were known for being the most absolute piece of garbage on earth when it came to women yeah i've known way too many people like that i'm just like man that's a little bit ironic don't you think like oh, we should treat women better but think about how you were just about a year ago that is like the worst form of toxic masculinity is the false positive the masculinity. Fa- <laughs> it's, like, it's, it's like the fake nice guy yes. like they're, they're almost worse than the nice guys they're like alphas disguised as betas a nice guy is gonna smother you in, in nice bullshit and then when you're like I'm not trying to sleep with you. They're going to be like, fuck you, you bitch. And then that's probably like the last you're going to no, hear it's, of them. It's, it's, like that, it's like that funny thing I always like to bring up with that picture. It's like this derpy character. It's like, you make a girl chocolate milk and she won't have the sex with you. What's the point? Yeah, that's 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 a sad, nice, no, nice I, guy. No, I'd say it's, it's just those guys. It's, they're alphas. I don't even like act. the terms alphas and betas. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's like, definitely It's not, definitely it's not a concept a time. I, I like to write. But I think it's, uh, it, it's the... They pose, they're alphas that pose as betas, but they act like omegas. Like they don't need anybody. Mm-hmm. They act like they don't need anybody. But when they're with, when they're with or around women, they're all super trying to be understanding and sensitive. But in the whole back of their mind, they're like, I'm clapping those cheeks. <laughs> For real. I'm, I I don't want to call anybody out, but yeah, I knew people exactly like that. <laughs> We're not going to drop names. Don't worry. We're not going to expose you. <laughs> and if you think I'm talking about you, just know, like, I don't think less of you for it. I'm sure you've grown from that. <laughs> and we're still cool. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Good shit. All in all, we should probably say this has no- less to do with anything about being a man and more or less. Let's just be better people, guys. For real. It's not hard. It's 2020. As much as we want to be like, yeah, this whole episode's about masculinity. I think that's like a cover for this episode just being about don't be a piece of shit. <laughs> yeah. Be or I think another trait we should have be an example. Just in general, be an example for something good. Like we're doing with the podcast. Like that's why we're bringing all these people to interview. These are examples. You know, obviously they're not all men we're bringing on. Our first guest was a woman. Mm-hmm. But being examples to help people grow. And she exhibits plenty of masculine traits. You know, I'm not like she's not feminine. She's not a woman. But like she just like fucking took the initiative to dive into some shit that she didn't even know she was interested in and wound up cre- being able to create a career out of it. I would say you know? being a go-getter That's man is fuck. Be- <laughs> right? <laughs> right. You hear that, ladies? Go be men. <laughs> man up and take charge. <laughs> yeah. Man up. Take charge. Pay the bills so I can sit at home and pursue my rap career. <laughs> <laughs> Because a real man doesn't pay half, he lets his woman pay everything so he can pursue his rap dreams. That is one of the best memes that ever came out. It's like this is true, uh, but see, it's like you can't laugh at it if it ended up working out. I guess you know, but that's that's yeah. Yep. It's, it's like there's two sides. It's like if it doesn't, it's it's terrible. But if it works out, it's like well, I guess you know she doesn't have to work ever again. For real, that is, that, yeah, you just kind of paid a price and it paid off for like big time, but. Less, uh, the lesson is, if you have dreams, pursue them. That's the whole point of the podcast. Can you tell how uncomfortable I am talking about masculinity? <laughs> I don't like this shit. Because <laughs> we're rambling and it's like, it's hard. It's like, do you say the right thing? Are we saying the wrong thing? You never know what's going to happen. And it's also just some nobody really wants to. You don't want to address it, but you know it's a problem. But you don't mm. want to talk about it. But you want to talk about it. But when you do talk about it, it's just super uncomfortable. It's uncomfortable, but I'm not afraid of talking about it or anything like that. I'll talk about anything, as the listeners know. <laughs> yeah, we've learned all sorts of things about Greg. I don't know. It's 
there's 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 a lot of shit surrounding the topic of masculinity and whether it's positive, toxic, blah blah blah, all these traits. At the end of the day, man, it's just being able to grow. Like nobody's a perfect example of positive masculinity right now. Keanu Reeves. He's fucking close, but he's not perfect. <laughs> is, that per- is that perfect? <laughs> <laughs> but the point is, is like like I wasn't like this a couple of years ago. I had plenty of toxic traits, toxic masculine traits, you know. It was many years ago where I was like very anti-gay, but now I'm like Really? Yeah. This, yeah. This like almost this is more than a decade ago. Oh, I was okay. Like, I was, I was, I was like, like, wait, really? <laughs> yeah, more than a decade ago, I was like very anti-gay community, but now I'm like now I'm a a big supporter of it. It's growth is the, what I'm trying to push. The gay community here. is necessary. Honestly, it's it's almost it's like balance in nature for the the manliest of men with the beards and who are lumberjacks. Got to have a fabulous queen to balance to balance them out. That's all self contained too. <laughs> <laughs> That's all just in the LGBTQ community. <laughs> Fuck all you hetero fucks. We have everything over here. <laughs> well, that's, that's the other thing. You like gay men who aren't seen as like masculine. It's like, mm-hmm. trust me, there are plenty of people you don't know are gay who are, are probably the manliest of men. I, I have a friend that I, I don't want to give away his name because it's his story to tell, not mine. But one of the one of the funniest things he likes to say is when somebody questions his manhood, he's like, I fucked another man. There's nothing more manly than that. <laughs> I'm like, God damn, you are right. <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, I, I would say some gay people are better examples of men than anybody. I think it's with the adversity they have to deal with. They're they're almost bred to be an example and stand tall mm-hmm. with who they are. Uh, there's another thing: being who you are, not being ashamed of who you are. It's very it's very manly to just be yourself. It is, even if you're a woman, be yourself. You you know, you're one of the men now. I don't care if you're a dude who likes to dress up as a chick. I don't. I don't care if you're a drag queen. I don't care if you're like non-binary gender. I don't care if you're a fucking foxkin or whatever the stuff is. I'm not familiar with a what? all of it. Foxkin. I don't know all of it. I'm not. I'm not saying any of this derisively, but I don't care if you're. Any I was supposed to say like, what are you? What are you looking up in your spare time? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, I've not looked up any of this. this is Hold just on, side note. I was wondering this. Would would the whole like wearing women's clothes things be a problem if we made masculine feminine wear? Like masculine dresses. Yes, I. I'm, I mean, I'm they, pretty they, sure they existed those. back in the day. Like high heels are originally made for men. The whole the whole wearing women's clothing thing is is out of necessity. For, they 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 want to wear the stuff that better better represents who they are, and it just so happens to be the the more uh, feminine clothing. It's just that nobody really produces the stuff that they want. I think I think that's the problem. Well, yeah, like like if they made dresses for men, or like you know the male rompers that went around yeah. that came out. You know, I'm surprised. Why hasn't anybody made an industry out of that? Like, if there was if there was a masculine dress, would they wear it? I mean, you think about like 16th century or whatever. There probably isn't. We there just don't probably, know. Huh? There probably is. Somebody there probably is. But you, gotta, you go back generations. Know. Like there are plenty of like you know. I don't. I don't know if it's like presidents or like people of status from way back in the day. You do, you see old timey pictures of them in dresses and wigs. Mm-hmm. It's like oh, it, was, it was fine back then, but then again, that was you know. That was the time to look fabulous, though. I mean, everybody everybody was dressed nice, had a wig. And I was thinking, it's like, how do you convince that many people to wear wigs? In, like, parliament or any sort of political groups? Like, did that get really annoying, having to, like, get dressed and that's your main part of your day? I think it was just a money flex, you know? Just, just money flex? Like, yeah, like just, status? Like, it, I could afford the, the biggest the, wig was, like, you folks. had... It's like fat people. That was a sign of wealth, originally. Yeah. Like, you could afford to eat. You were eating good. And then it kind of reversed. You... <laughs> You couldn't eat good stuff. You got Damn, fat. it's a shame that that happened. <laughs> <laughs> like, man, all the fat people looking looking wealthy. Nope. It's because you eat like garbage because you can't afford to eat good. <laughs> oh, it's crazy how times have changed. Mm-hmm. Fuck, where was I? We were talking about uh, how there might not be clothes made for who people are. No, prior to that, uh, it was it was oh. something along lines of like I was saying like I don't I don't care what you are or all that crap. But oh, the, you were talking about some, something something and then foxkin thing. Something something then foxkin. <laughs> of course, that's the only thing we remember. <laughs> <laughs> it was it, it stood out. I never heard it before. It's probably some it's a like sub genre of mm. social groups that I'm just unaware of. 
Well, then I'm just going to drag it all the way back to prior to that. Masculine trait, just be your fucking self. <laughs> yeah. All of that just came back to that one simple phrase that I could have just said. <laughs> be a solar panel? Is that part of being a man? Of course. You got to... You got to take the initiative, and you got to plant your 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 solar farm somewhere. <laughs> made yeah. of Legos. Yeah, made of Legos. <laughs> That's like, <laughs> that seems to be a that seems to be a highlight of that specific episode. <laughs> it was just good. I don't think I'll ever top that. I'm gonna keep trying though. <laughs> uh, what's another? And while we still have time, what's another trait of being a man? Oh, um, accepting yourself and being able to admit to yourself what you need to change. Yeah, that's that's rough for everybody. That I mean, yeah, sure, but I, I, I'm gonna claim that as a masculine trait. I'm I'm snatching that one. <laughs> Ownership. That's 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 a very masculine um, trait. So the whole uh, understanding your faults thing. That's that's like that's why I brought up the whole like a, over a decade ago. I was very anti-gay, and now where I'm at is I'm like. I can't say that I'm like a proponent of that culture because like I don't like go to rallies or anything like that. But like I, I support those people when I see the opportunity to. But that's like that's something that I had to unlearn. I had that toxic trait and I had to unlearn it and uh, become a better person. You know, I had to accept the fact that I'm not perfect. I have all these flaws. I'm gonna start working on them. And I think that's very masculine. Right. I mean, because you know, there are plenty of times where a masculine trait is being homophobic. Mm hmm. But every note I know is a lot of those homophobes are just gay themselves and they can't accept it. Yeah. So people that are. So ownership, accepting who you are. Yeah. Honestly, from (laughs) from everything that that I've heard from my friends in that community, they're like, yeah, it's those guys that are hyper against it that are the ones that are trying to, you know, peek over the fence and see what it's about. You know, like they're the ones that are like hitting them up uh, in the DMs. Like, hey, you trying to hang out, blah, 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 some stuff. And I'm like, haha. It's funny to know that all these like hyper masculine jocks are the ones that are out here revealing that they're actually like bi curious or something. It's like, God, why couldn't you just be cool with it like your whole life and just be like, yeah, this is who I am? Yeah, the fucking closet. It goes back to where, uh, it goes back to episode seven, though. You know, the whole thing of uh, the influence of society and how. Mm You know, are you gonna are you breaking down or are you gonna break through? I think we just need to change the whole like paradigm of what masculinity really is. Cause I don't like that people are brought up and they're given this idea of uh of of this predetermined idea of masculinity. I think masculinity should be something that you as a man define yourself. Well, it's also I think the examples that were given in the fiction realm are just any sort of depiction. Like there was that thing that was going around. It was like a comparison thing. It showed a Barbie doll and it was this whole diatribe on how the Barbie doll was actually bad for the female community mm-hmm. because little girls are seeing this as this is how they're supposed to be. You know, and it just, you know, to the this is how you're supposed to look. This is how you're supposed to act. And, you know, women evolved over time. They're not going to be a Barbie doll. I mean, the same is true for the for the 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 male youth. Yeah, but 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 on that, it had a it had a picture of Barbie in that diatribe, and then it had a picture of He Man. It said, "This is He Man," and that's all it said. Oh, of course. And it, because because we get those examples of like super hyper masculine dudes who everybody it's like you know of course kids want to be He Man, they want to be GI Joe, they want to be all these cool things, and then women get these kind of like dainty figures, or you know throughout you know. Or the princess trope. Yeah, or the princess, the damsel in distress trope, who, you know, society and everyone's against them, but they'll meet a prince one day. <laughs> Everything will be better. Don't understand it. I don't think we'll ever understand it. I mean, it's changing. I think it's it best for people to just kind of form their own opinions on it and decide, like, I, I almost feel like masculine as a word needs to be more of a more of a liquid concept you know it's like uh you you yourself are going to define what is masculine for you or whether you even want to use the the term masculine yeah. you know i mean outside of this episode the last time i used the word masculinity was months ago it's not it's not something that i like i i attribute to really anything i don't impart any value on it i just think people are people People are people, people. <laughs> hey, people. Did you know that people are people, people? <laughs> it's like, say that seven times fast. Don't really do it, but... 
Oh man. Yeah. Oh, oh this, that reminds me. Uh, so there's this. There's this. Um, there's this YouTube series I watch where these people play this card game, Magic the Gathering, right? And uh, God damn it, I don't want to call them out because I I don't feel like this person did this shit intentionally. But they they had a, an NFL player on, right? And it's like really masculine, big, swole, covered in tattoos, fucking football player is playing Magic the Gathering, right? And he plays a card it's called Seaside Citadel. And this other person's like, ah, oh, Seaside Citadel, say that three times fast. And he sits there and he does it like on cue perfectly. And I'm like, at some point in the back of my brain, I was like, did she assume that he was an idiot because he's a football player? And that's why she said that? Like, it's a tongue twister for him? Because that's not hard to say. It's Seaside Citadel. Oh, <laughs> man. Yeah. Like, I was like, might, so he might. exhibits mad masculine traits. And I'm like, they, uh, does this person not think he's heads. stupid? <laughs> that's the other thing. Perception. You know, you might just, you're just, from the time you're born, it's like you're given all these things you know, thrown at you and how things are and how they should be. And then you see somebody, you just make an assumption. And it's like, no, I'm not like that. May look like it, but. But I'm, I'm sure that that wasn't their intention, but that got me thinking about stuff like that. And how just because somebody exhibits masculine traits doesn't mean that they're going to have all of the, uh, the masculine qualities that you think they're going to have. It's so like, like a, you see a dude with a giant dude with a beard and wearing flannel and, Whatever in you my can't just hero, who's that. the dude? Uh, his quirk is what, like Sugar Rush or something like that. Yeah, he 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 looks like a manly dude, think, but his power comes I from. I think Sugar Rush is his, his hero name. Oh really? Yeah, it's like his his power comes from. He eats sweets and he gets more powerful, so he bakes all his own stuff because <laughs> it's cheaper. <laughs> He's constantly baking cakes and desserts <laughs> and stuff because he can he he can like hyper metabolize sugar and it's like so bad. St- Store bought gets expensive, so he's got a he's got a hench as fuck, and he's like, yeah, I stay in the kitchen in the kitchen cooking fucking dairy products and stuff into like tasty treats. <laughs> <laughs> That's masculine as fuck. He was like, this know, is what see, I need to do. <laughs> you see some you you see some pretty masculine bakers out there. Like, what was it? Um. I forget what was that famous. There's a show about him. It was like this Italian family who owned a bakery, and the dude literally like sounded like he was in the mob, but master baker. <laughs> I have no idea. I don't watch too much TV. I want to say it was like it's Cake Mafia like... or something like that. Maybe I'm just combining cake with stereotyping the fact that he sounded like he was in the mob. But <laughs> Cake Mafia. <laughs> oh, cake Boss. Cake Boss. I that's think what that's it was. what it was. Hold on, I'm gonna look it up real quick because <laughs> I'm really curious now. I'm pretty sure it was Cake Boss. But yeah, I, that's. That's uh, if yep, that's what I want boss. to get across, you know. Masculinity is just a word, you know. Make of it what you will. Like most things, they're words. We can change the meaning. It's the English language. We can change anything. Other countries can't because they're locked into a system. But wait, what? Over- <laughs> no, let's say we could change the meanings of words because it's English, American English. We can do whatever we want. Other countries can't because they're locked into a system that is isn't changed. I mean, I think they could they could still change it. It wouldn't it's, make sense naturally. Yeah. Here and, we could just we change words all the time. We make up new words all the time. What was it? They, they just added something to the dictionary not too long ago. Like, like dumpster fire was added to the dictionary. <laughs> <laughs> like, like what's Japanese for yeet? Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I get you now. <laughs> you know, and the, it's like their their sets. They also have smaller alphabet sets most of the time in their you know, language. It's because their languages aren't fucking man enough. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Okay, no, enough of the rambling about this. We hope you take some of this episode. This is another of those ramble episodes where we just thought it'd be fun because it's a topic that, you know, there's always a conversation to be had until it actually changes. Mm. So, yeah. I don't know how we should end this one. Oh, I we should... I'd actually like to thank everybody who enjoyed episode seven because we got a few comments on it that really it made that episode worth it on like what platform or do you mean like you mean like like in person no i i mean like anybody who reached out to us oh okay yeah, yeah like now i know what you're talking about yeah yeah, yeah. We, we had a particular listener reach out to us and say mm-hmm. that that was that was an episode they enjoyed, and we said a lot of things that they said that they had needed to hear. And then I heard from another person that they said it was personally one of their favorite episodes. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's that's what we're about. We really like you know that episode was designed to help people and it 
clearly is working. So I woke up and I saw those messages, and that made my day. That made yeah, my, dude, that made my, my day. day. It was it was great. Yeah, it was definitely it definitely wanted me to do more stuff like that, or just mm-hmm. you know, I think that kind of interaction with fans is what we've been wanting from the beginning, and the fact that we're, it's slowly creeping in is Honestly. definitely. Well, it'll it'll develop to a point where we have an endless barrage of people saying stuff like that. And then and it's just like, yeah, feel free to interact with us. Be sure to follow us on all the social media platforms we're on. I mean, we're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Don't know if you guys have all three, but definitely follow us. Uh, message us. Uh, if you have any suggestions or if you have any episodes you want us to do, like if you have an idea for an episode that you might want to hear at some point, we're open to ideas. Or like a concept you want explored. You know, like today we just kind of just picked masculinity. If there's something else you want to explore, then just let us know. Yeah. I mean, we're down to talk about anything for the most part. I mean, we, we might get some topics that might be a hard no. I don't, we haven't come across them yet, but I, I prefer not to say podcast and we prefer to say. So we're almost ironic in that regard. Yeah. I, I don't think there's anything that'll come up that I'm not willing to talk about. Well, I mean, the first episode you talked about liking being choked. So I don't, I really don't think there's anything that that's you on a pers- talk about. That's on a personal level. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's right. Personally, you have no problem talking about that. So, I mean, I can imagine what's like a not personal topic you'd have no problem talking about. I'll, I'll talk about any of the hot topic stuff or the hot button stuff either. It's, I don't know. I have no qualms with speaking my mind. I I, I lost all of my inhibitions many years ago. <laughs> uh, we are inching closer to the Kit Kat episode, which we've mentioned to people on numerous occasions, and some people are anticipating. I actually had <laughs> someone because I was describing what we were doing next, and they were like, "Is the Kit Kat episode next?" And I was like, "No, not yet," because <laughs> <laughs> everyone's been wanting it. Build that. Uh, we will say during that episode, we would like if anybody's interested, give us questions for us to answer the show. Oh, if, for if that said, episode, yeah. Because remember, we had talked about doing like maybe a a listener questions. We'll eat mm-hmm. Kit Kats and just you know have fun and maybe answer some questions. So if you have any questions. I'd love to hear life them. advice or information thing things you don't feel like googling and we can Google for you. Or if you want opinions on anything, just let us know. Yeah, that, or if that, you that. just need a fresh set of eyes on something. Yeah, yeah if you need a different perspective, mm-hmm. you know you and we, we will. Should we should we set up some like sort of anonymous platform for them to ask questions, so that we don't know. I don't know how to. I don't have the wherewithal to go about doing it, but I mean, it's something we could look into. We'll have to figure it out. It's still, it's still a few weeks away before it's, we so like that. Terrible, it's getting, it's getting closer though. <laughs> like that terrible app that floated around and was like, you can. Oh, anonymous questions. questions. Yeah, <laughs> that was funny. I had that for all of like five minutes until my friends got a hold of it and were just saying a whole bunch of gay shit to me, and I'm like, yes, <laughs> this is what I expected. <laughs> I had a friend who was like, God, that booty hole looks so nice, or some shit like that, and I'm like, yep. This is, this is about where it gets. What was that thing where he said, uh, it's my birthday, send booty pics or whatever, and it's like you just got a bunch of guys sending you pictures or something like that? Yeah, like a year or two ago I yeah. did that, and I got like nine of my guy friends sent me pictures of their asses. Um, there there are women was that it, do it too, but they they typically ask to remain a secret, so I don't tell anybody about those. <laughs> can't drop the names on those. No. I'll call the guys out all day, but <laughs> no, the ladies know. I gotta keep that a secret. That's not. It's not for the world to know. That's that's pretty dope though. Like every time that I do that, like my female friends are like, "This will cheer them up." I'm like, "Fuck yeah!" <laughs> oh, you're like that was nice. Thank you for real. <laughs> I appreciate this. <laughs> oh. Man. And I'll forever remain silent about it because I don't want you to stop. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's hilarious. So yeah, just yeah, questions, send them. That episode, yeah, this is a episode nine, which means it is week seventeen. We've wow. been recording. <laughs> I'm waiting to hit that year mark. That's that's going to be like a whole different plane of existence. Well, because well, we have two different years. We have the year of the pod official release and the year of recording in general. Because, mm-hmm. you know, for those who obviously know, if you've been listening, we recorded eight demo episodes. as kind of like an artist development thing so that we were, weren't, you know, unprepared. Because making a podcast is no joke. It's serious. It may seem like just like, oh, we're just talking. Trust me. it's <laughs> It takes some planning, especially you know, we're doing, you know, with the rate we're doing 
interviews too so it's like we have to talk to other people you know schedule dates to record with them you know i've got to go and edit all the episodes and mix them down gotta upload them it's a lot of work honestly it's, it's almost it's not a full-time job yet but eventually it will be we've already got hype for the spinoff podcast so we got that's yeah, all we ha- yeah we do <laughs> yeah, we have a you know we have a couple spinoffs that are in the planning stages so that'll be fun so you'll hear more about that um actually i think i think once the second quarter comes around i'll actually be talking more about my own personal projects as most people know i do do music under the name boutique paul so i've got a lot of stuff i'm planning for second quarter that i will be talking about a lot more perhaps some spicy collabs i don't want to give them any more information than that (laughs) a particular club where that we have a collab that's in the planning stages that is going to be epic if everything works out exactly as we want it to yeah, we got plenty of more you know, interviews. Actually, because we got a couple, we've got a few things in the works, really. Yeah. We got a lot of fun things. Second quarter is going to be awesome. This first quarter is fun, but, you know, second quarter is really where we're going to be, you know, definitely trying to take off. All right, everybody. This has been the Prefer Not to Say podcast. Padcast. They prefer not to say padcast. Part of my brain, part of my brain wanted to say dadcast, and I kind of mixed it up. I was like, "Damn it, the dadcast!" Dude, I'm just waiting for because I forgot Dungeons and Daddies is every two weeks. So this past Tuesday, I was like, "Yeah, new episode." I was like, "No, I gotta wait another week." I've just been not listening, waiting for them to build up a bunch so I can binge them. But yeah, I'm listening to I'm listening to so many podcasts right now. So I just gotta I just keep. I, I, I'm like I'm thinking of it as market research, but I'm just like, nah. I just really like listening to podcasts at work. It's good stuff. All right, everybody. That was another episode. And remember, stay hustling and stay hydrated. Hope you didn't cringe as hard as I did. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't the last of the cringe. So we are signing off. Liquid ha- Death. Ha- there's that, but Half Thor Julius Bjornsson has a uh, a water brand, and uh, it comes in a jug bigger than this, <laughs> and it's like shaped like a dumbbell, so you can like curl. <laughs> it's crazy, dude. <laughs> just manly sips, like yeah, lift well, it up. Just just remind me after the episode, and I'll show you. But yeah, he 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 fucking has branded water that is like just obscene amounts of water. So you have to be strong just to pick the shit up. <laughs> you got to be a man to drink this water. <laughs>